This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today, we are talking about And I am so happy somebody brought a box of a dozen donuts into the office and left it and left it on our table. Although I have to just complain for a minute. So so on top here is a maple bar. Yep. And there's a a, like a raised yeast or a a glazed raised donut leaning against it, getting the maple stuff on it. I don't like that. I don't want my donuts touching. Shouldn't there be by now in the history of donut? eating shouldn't there be a better way of transporting a variety of donuts oh that's a good point i was going to say that i I thought what i thought you were going to say was isn't there like a standard way to pack the box and i think there sort of is and this isn't it this well this guy took a lot of care but I don't know that I like what he did with it. I don't think you can say he took a lot of care if if there's a donut gooshing another donut. God, That's a technical that. donut term. Oof. I think we need to start eating. I mean, I'm like drooling. Oh, yeah. I, I've possibly never been more excited about a show than this one. Mmm. Mmm. Just a raised glazed. Let's go down memory lane, Matthew. Mm-hmm. So when I was little, my dad was the, the bearer of donuts. He would go out garage sailing like in the, the male seahorse is also the bearer of donuts. Uh huh. He would go out garage sailing in the morning and would come home with like this greasy wax paper bag from the local Safeway from like yes. the bakery at the Safeway with some um, sour cream, like old fashioned, unglazed, plain donuts in it. Nice. And I just remember there there is like can we, maybe we should taste that. Yeah. Next. There's something about that flavor. Um, that was sort of the the way that I was indoctrinated into thinking about donuts that was sort of the the ultimate was the the plain old-fashioned mm. i remember I, I at some point sort of being told that i was maybe supposed to kind of look down on the glazed yeasted really why because they're just sort of like sweet air pockets but i really like a good sweet air pocket was this around the time crispy cream came into the zeitgeist and like everyone was excited about it and then there was an immediate backlash about how like it's really fried Wonder Bread. We'll, we'll talk a little more about Krispy Kreme mm-hmm. later, I think. Um, so, far, so far, I'm not loving either of these as like examples of the genre. 
No, but but the thing about donuts is any donut is better than no donut that for the most so, part. That is so, so right. It's like sex and pizza. Right. Um, like, all these things should be put together, sex, pizza, and donuts. Oh, yes, yes, yes. In a box. Yes. Um, what about you and your, your donut so history? I definitely remember Winchell's and Dunkin' Donuts um, being a thing growing up in Portland. There aren't many of those. There are no oh. Dunkin' Donuts on the West Coast anymore. Winchell's was totally a thing where where I grew up in Oklahoma. We definitely had a Winchell's. Yeah. We had Dunkin' Donuts. I, I remember Winchell's more than anything else. And I remember I would go on like a, a kick with a particular donut for a while, and that would be my donut, and then I'd Ooh, move what, on to another one. What was your donut? The ones I remember most clearly were the uh, the French crawler, especially the, the chocolate. Okay, what is a French crawler? Well, it's like the, it's regular donut shape, except it's sort of... Uh, Crawlerized. It's uh, it's got like a ripply texture to it. I don't know how they make it, hmm. um, but you you would recognize it. Do you, are you are you asking me like like the interviewer who knows the answer? No, to the I, question, do, I don't or, know. Okay. I don't know. Um, in Folks, fact, we'll post a picture of a French crawler, even though there isn't one in this box. Well, even though I somehow believed that I wasn't supposed to be, I don't know that that the raised glazed were not like the best donuts. Mm-hmm. I really loved the raised ones with the chocolate glaze Me on top. Me too. Yeah, I feel like that is like tailor-made for a kid. Do you and have I a... love the way when you bite into it, like the whole thing just sort of squishes into your mouth. And then, you know, like, well, in the case of this one we're eating today, just bounces right back. Yeah. It's wow. like, um, what is it like? It's like memory foam. <laughs> yeah, it's like memory foam. Yes. Okay, the donut you're cutting now. Um, oh, so oh wait, what's a bear claw? That's what I was about. What I was going to say that I think the next thing in my in my donut evolution after after I got bored with the French crawler, which has this is kind of you know light uh, texture with like a bunch of stuff going on. The bear claw is my next thing, as I remember it. Th- so so a bear claw is, is sort of it's sort of a pastry that's that's I mean it's technically a donut, but it's sort of like like in Danishish also. I mean it is fried because it's got but, like a filling. Right, right. I, I mean, almost bought one today. Yeah, it's sort of jelly donuty. Um, the donut, the bear claws I remember from Winchell's when I was a kid. I remember them looking basically like a giant human foot, but a donut, and mm-hmm. you could like eat the toes off of it. I oh, think yeah. I, I don't think this really happened. If anyone knows what I'm talking about and remembers this, also please let us know. Uh, uh, Facebook.com/slash Build Milk Podcast. Are they what are they usually filled with? Because I I almost bought a bear claw today, and the guy at the at the bakery told me that it was filled with apple, which I didn't like the sound of. Um, I mean, usually like like a cinnamon glaze type of thing, I think. Oh. But but it can be it can be multiple fillings. It's really it's about the shape. Maybe and, yeah. I misunderstood. But like cause I, said, I I pointed to what turned out to be the apple fritter, and I was like, "What's that?" And then I pointed to this other thing and said, "Oh, is that a bear claw?" And he said, "Yes." And I said, "What's it filled with?" And he said, "Apple." Do you think maybe he was still back on the old apple fritter? Maybe he thinks I'm really dumb. <laughs> That's possible. <laughs> this is this apple fritter. What um, is flavor? Like, are you still into donuts? Oh, who isn't still into donuts? I'm idiots, idiots. Um, do you, what, what's your flavor of choice now? Oh, this is a good question. So I love the apple fritter. I think should, we, should we taste? Yeah, this I think one? I've convinced myself that that the apple fritter is kind of healthy. Um, are and you like, sh- sh- are and you shitting me, Matthew? Look I know at th- this. <laughs> I'm not saying you know. I, I I'm a complex person, and Wait, I can... is is this what they always look like? Because this looks like death. Um, so this is this is like a giant hamburger patty kind of apple fritter. Sometimes they're sometimes they're thicker and more rusticated. 
Uh, but th- this is a perfectly acceptable apple fritter shape. Oh, I don't like that. Love it. Really? Mm-hmm. Ugh. It's too apple cinnamony. How can something be too apple cinnamony? What are you talking about? I don't like that. All right. Hmm. I'll take the rest. Okay, what else do you like? I love I love the old-fashioned with almost any topping. I got a, um, I got a glazed one. Let's try that because I love, I think the point of the old-fashioned shape is to is to get lots of crunchy corners, mm-hmm. or, or as we call them on the show, crusty corners. Let's see. So. Mm. I do love the, the crunch. So listeners, we're, we, <laughs> we are, of course, eating all of each donut we're trying today. So when, hey. you're, when you're at the office and someone brings in a box of donuts, which as far as I know is the greatest thing that can happen at an office, neither of us work in an office, how many do you eat? So, Ooh, a jelly donut. No, this this is oh. just a plain cake. But it's but it doesn't have a hole. Well, it does. It's just sort of filled with oh. powdered sugar. So, Matthew, this is my donut of choice. Oh, the powdered sugar. Now, the powdered I, sugar cake. Oh my god! I mean, if I don't die by aspirating powdered sugar, it's my favorite. Oh, I'm not a big fan of powdered sugar. Oh my god! This tastes like it's going to just rot my face off, and I mm. love it. Mm. Mm. I don't really get... Explain with the allure of the powdered sugar. Oh, I just love it. I love the taste. I know. Are you like... Can you taste the cornstarch in it? No, it's not really that. It's like... Oh, it's like... I feel like if it's going to be that messy, there should be a real, like, serious, well-thought-out reason for it, and I'm oh. just not seeing it. Oh, I feel it. I'm feeling it. Yeah. I love I'm, it. I'm not feeling it. However, having said that... Uh, I think, in general, cake donuts are my favorite. Um, I think in general, cake donuts are my favorite too, but I really like a Bismarck sometimes. So what's a Bismarck? A Bismarck is the, is the one that uh, has uh, pastry cream in the middle. It's chocolate, <gasps> chocolate glazed with pastry cream in the middle. Oh, it's ch- chocolate yeah, glazed. Yeah, chocolate glazed uh, raised donut. Is it like the Boston cream it's pie exactly of donuts? It's exactly the same. It, it's, they call it the Boston cream at Dunkin' Donuts. So we've got a maple bar. A j- I've never had a jelly donut. What? What? I feel like every week there's something you've never had. <laughs> I am I, full of is surprises. There a, is there a way we could like, um, I mean, is that, <laughs> how did you, how did you make it to, to age whatever without having a jelly donut? Do you think, could we do a show where, where we've like generated a list of like all the experience you have, experiences you haven't had before that most people your age have and just jam them all into one episode? Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's do. Okay. Should we start with, like, never done cocaine? Yeah, we're going to start by administering you a purity test. <laughs> I've never smoked a cigarette. You mm-hmm. haven't either, have you? I have. I did not like it. No. I've, mm, maple bar. I don't like that. It just tastes like mm-hmm. log cabin. Which we've determined before I like. I think we have determined before that I am, like, the least fun person in the world. That's right. You don't like log cabins. <laughs> this jelly oh, donut's this- starting to get kind of weepy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, like the thing that happens to a glazed donut after it's been sitting out yes. too long and it gets moist and weepy. I think it's one of the saddest things that can happen to a food. Like when you especially like if you if you encounter a selection of donuts either at a store or in an office and they've all like gone off in that way. And like, you know, that if you had gotten there in time, you could have had one. But now it, there's just no point. Hmm. What do you think of that? I've never, I mean, you know, this is my first jelly donut. It's great. It is? I mean, I think it's good. I think, um, <laughs> you know what I'm going to say about this? <clears throat> I think it would be good with powdered sugar. <laughs> don't usually, don't usually, some of them have powdered yes, sugar? Yes, yes. Uh, I mean, you, yeah. A jelly donut can come, it can be just <clears throat> glazed or it can have powdered sugar. I think maybe I like that. I think maybe I'm coming around on powdered sugar. 
I've come so far in such a short time. Are you proud of me? Well, it's that time of the month again. (laughs) 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 So it is. Yes, we've recorded so many episodes together. Our cycles have synchronized. <laughs> it's pledge drive time oh, again. That time. It's that time of the month. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, good. I thought maybe you meant something else. All right. So, as you know, we don't ask a lot. We don't. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe we do ask a lot, but uh, maybe even too much. We, but we're going to keep going anyway. Yes, we give this show away for free. We do so every week without fail. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, we do it because we love getting together to talk about donuts and stuff. Yep. Um, we and, love eating fondue for lunch. Yep. Uh, we, uh, we did a live show recently and we're going to do more of those. Mm-hmm. The point I'm making is, um, you get this for free, but, uh, we work really hard on it and, um, you know, it's become a part of our jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And it costs us money to do it for the first, I think, four years of the show. We were making bubkis. Yeah, which yeah. is which is an Eastern European delicacy. <laughs> and uh, at a certain point, we thought, you know, this costs us money. Maybe people would like to contribute to making this show. Yes, and it's not, you know, it's about you. You can you can look at this as uh, giving us something, or you can look at it as giving you something. And really, how's that? <laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you because uh, if do you, you get become, that warm fuzzy feeling that Ira Glass talks about? Yes, you get you you catch a warm fuzzy thing from Ira Glass. <laughs> God, yes, I've always wanted that. Okay, can I catch a warm fuzzy thing from Jada Boomrod too? I think you already have. Uh, I think we all have. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah. So my point. Let's just skip right to the punchline here. Um. If you if you sign up at the thousand dollar a month level. <laughs> Um, Ira Glass will come sit in your lap while while you're listening to the show. If you sign up at the $100 level, you can sit in my lap or Matthew's lap while we record the show. Could um, And we mean $100 a month. Um, I think for that, we mean $100 a day. Uh, <laughs> Whatever, I'm easy. Okay. Could they sit in one of our laps and like put their feet up on the other lap? Sure. That's an extra 50 a yeah, month. Yeah, that's an okay. extra 50. That's like 150 a month. Okay. Let's and, cut right to it. All right. Oh, yeah. Now we're going to cut right to it. So... That actually is a good way to introduce the the fact that we uh, we're doing some we're doing a couple of new things this time around um, uh, for the pledge drive and the way this works uh, which has not changed is you can become a subscriber at the five dollar a month regular subscription level and for that you get a handwritten postcard from us a spilled milk post- postcard not one of Molly's French postcards and uh, you're you're just gonna give are, you're just gonna glare gonna, at are me. Are we gonna cut that part? What? Which part? The part with me. <laughs> My hole in France. <laughs> no, that, that wasn't that wasn't a uh, a callback to that. That was that was just the fact that you talk about France all the time. Or I at don't least, talk about France well, all the time. I, 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 at least what if that, I start talking about Thailand? You're still gonna think I talk about France all the time. It's the just fact our, that it's just our shtick that you you are alleged to talk about France all the time. Sure. How about that? And Robert Pattinson. And, and yes, and that you live in a groundhog burrow. Our pats. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that something you talk about? No. Okay. Remember, I didn't... Oh, I talked about Tim Riggins. This is a, a tight <laughs> pledge drive message. This is the kind of thing that makes people stop listening to NPR. Like, let's just cut to the chase. I'm tired of this. No, wait. Let's take a break and bring on Yanni to play a few tunes. 
<laughs> so, so you can subscribe. At $5 a month, you get a handwritten postcard from us, and you get on our super secret mailing list mm-hmm. that, that Molly only got subscribed to recently. <laughs> um, True story. You'll find out about upcoming episodes. You'll it get, is so um, exclusive. I wasn't even a part of it. You will get the uh, the the inside track on when uh, we're planning a live show before the rest of the, the uh, listening public. You will also get secret subscriber-only bonus episodes. Yes, and we have already done four of those, I believe, and we're mm-hmm. going to do another one soon. Mm-hmm. That means if you subscribe now, you can start listening to those four episodes immediately, and you will have access to all of the future ones for as long as you're a subscriber. Wow. Uh, You can also subscribe at the $10 level, which we call the Magnum Bonum Sustaining Member Level. That's $10 a month. And you get all the things we've done in our lives. Coming up with that name is the one we're most proud of. (laughs) And you get everything that the $5 level gets. Plus, you get a spilled milk t-shirt, tote bag, or mug. I highly recommend the mug. It's pretty great. I drink out of it all the time. I like the tote bag. It's actually a really sturdy tote bag. It's not one of them flimsy tote bags. That's true. I, sometimes I go out and I carry the tote bag. Like I drink from the mug. Then I go out carrying the tote bag. What was the other thing? A t-shirt? t-shirt. I don't actually have one of those, okay. but they're great. Great. Anyway, or you can, and this is a new feature, you can sign up to pay the amount of your choice each month. Yes. So it's still minimum five bucks. Mm-hmm. But uh, so if you, if you pledge a minimum, minimum of five bucks you'll get uh, the postcard the mailing list and the secret episodes if uh if you pledge 10 bucks or more you will get all of the magnum bonum stuff which is all of that stuff plus uh the the piece of swag and uh maybe we should specify at this point that we probably weren't serious about the lap thing yeah maybe we should i guess <laughs> but um, i don't know i mean sh- if you pledge a hundred dollars a month you know I- there's not a lot it. yes i will consider it yeah maybe well there'll be there'll be some sort of hygiene inspection um, uh, we should also say that, that you can cancel at any time. Absolutely. This is, this is not like, we're not going to be coming to your, uh, y- your, uh... What? <laughs> Where are you going with this? Your bar mitzvah? No, I was just thinking, we're not going to, like, come try to collect from your, like, great-grandchildren or something. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that sounds pretty great. Anyway. If you are 110 years old... <laughs> And you subscribe to the show. Maybe get your great-grandchildren to help out with the process. I mean, it's really simple. All you do is go to SpilledMilkPodcast.com slash donate. I wouldn't trust my grandmother to do it necessarily. Anyway, um, and, you know, we've also added another new feature. And that is that you can now buy a subscription to Spilled Milk as a gift for someone else. They will get all the things that we have just listed above. They will get everything their heart desires <laughs> and they don't pay a thing because you are paying it. <laughs> exactly yeah. um which was probably the thing their heart it's desired such a, it's such a romantic gift i mean valentine's day easter <laughs> valentine's day mother's happened day, recently mother's day, yes father's uh, day are you saying fourth of july these are all romantic holidays <laughs> yes. yeah i get yeah i'm gonna get some fireworks uh, in the bedroom for my fourth of july present i know you are great i can't wait that's coming up very soon we don't ask often. We uh, we try to leave you guys alone, but uh, but we do know that there are some. <laughs> we of you- try to leave you alone, except for talking in your ears for twenty minutes every week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fine. That's not that much. I mean, how many how many how many minutes are there in a week? Oh, uh, one thousand. Uh, That's a day. Oh yeah. 
Uh, minutes in a week? Oh, um, uh, who cares? Ten thousand. There's ten thousand minutes in a week. It was a hypothetical question. Okay. Anyway, you can help support the show. You know, we want to keep. We will always keep this show free for everyone. Yes, for everyone, forever and ever. Amen. Yes. The serious part of the message: supporting your favorite show feels really great. Uh, I know. I know. We've said this before. It continues to be true. Um, I contribute to my favorite podcast. Does it feel great the way that getting the warm fuzzy feeling from Ira Glass? <laughs> Probably feels not. Great? that great but like uh you know if that's a 10 this is like a seven and a half oh that's pretty good yeah that's pretty good i mean you're gonna feel you're gonna feel warm in areas that haven't been warm for a long time (laughs) and and like the like your cockles yeah and fuzzy in other areas So, so if that sounds good, you will definitely want to become a Spilled Milk subscriber or give a gift subscription. You can do that at SpilledMilkPodcast.com slash donate, or if you just go to SpilledMilkPodcast.com, it'll be pretty obvious what to do there. We really appreciate your support. Um, we love doing this show and uh, having it be part of our jobs. Thank you. So have you ever made donuts? I have made donuts a couple of times. It's a real pain. I've made donuts too, and it's always delicious. Um, I made like these. I made this great recipe from Sever. I think I put it on my blog a long time ago. They're like free form. You sort of blob them into the hot oil, um, and it had like yogurt and lemon. So they were like really bright and, or maybe ricotta and lemon or something. And then sounds you like a like a them in, in, in powdered sugar. I when I've made donuts, my favorite thing to to put on a homemade donut. I do. I've done. We've done cake donuts mostly and um, tossed them with cinnamon sugar. Mm. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I think in the same way that any donut is better than the lack of a donut, any freshly made donut is better than any donut that's been sitting around for a couple hours. And, so true. Um, I mean, I can think of a couple of places like Federal Donuts in Philadelphia. They've got a few branches. They You can, like, go in there and order a freshly made donut and they'll fry it to order, which is crazy. <sighs> Where is this? In Philadelphia. We should go. Let's go. We'll be listeners, hold on. We'll be back. So, is there a difference in the 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 batter <clears throat> or the dough between a an old-fashioned and a cake? I don't believe so. I think it's just in the cutting. Hmm. Um so I was noticing when I was there that they've got all these twists and stuff, and isn't it just the same thing as the ring? Why do you get a twist? Is it bigger? Sometimes, but I think there's there's something about the way the twist goes into your mouth and like you know the the way the curves of the twist uh nestle against your lips when you're biting into it do you pull the twists apart uh i think that's a very personal question (laughs) um (laughs) i think some people pull the twists apart yeah i think i think i'll like take a couple bites then start unraveling the twists and so if you had a choice between like a maple bar and a ring-shaped donut that had the same maple glaze, mm. which would you choose? Oh, that's a good oh question. Oh, my God. Think carefully. I think I, I think there are probably some listeners who don't know what a maple bar is. Really? And I say that because there, I know there are parts of the country that don't have them. Like, um, you know, I've lived in the Northeast, and they do not have maple bars, or at least they didn't in the late 90s. You know, it's, it's a it's a bar, raised bar-shaped donut with, with maple glaze. And for some reason, they're they are more popular in the Northwest than anywhere else, as far really? as I know. Really? Yeah. Like, and it's not like... But it seems like such a, a Vermont thing. I know. And maybe they have... I've, I've never been to Vermont. Maybe they have them in Vermont. 
Maybe. Vermonters. Or they're too busy eating like cider donuts out there, those bastards. Uh, cider donuts. Oh, I've made cider oh, donuts. Oh my God. So, you know what we should have here? We should have like the apple spice donut, the cider spice donut yes we should have apple cider donut we should we should take that up (laughs) we should take that up with the person who brought the donuts oh sorry they didn't have any oh i don't i don't think or maybe they did and i just forgot but oh that is like the best actually it's like the union of spice cake and like fatty oil and and sugar Yep, that sounds like a donut. Oh so good so wait so when you were growing up in oklahoma were there maple bars I don't know because I don't like them. So uh, out here, out here, out on, here on our on the spelled out <laughs> compound. <laughs> yeah, no, we hear a lot about uh, Timmy Hose or Tim Hortons or Timmy Ho Ho Hose. Timmy Timmy Ho Hose. I thought it was Timmy Hose. I'm not sure actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tim Hortons is a Canadian donut chain. Which, which I think is coming. Uh, they're, they're, they have some in the U.S. already, and I think they're planning to do more. Oh wow! Okay. Well, anyway, ever since they merged with Burger King. Really? They merged with Burger King? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Okay. True story. Well, well, everybody, I remember when I, the first time I went to Vancouver, everybody was like, oh, you have to go to Tim Hortons and get some donuts. But from what I understand, they're just sort of like normal donuts, right? Well, they are. Um, oh, but you can get Timbits. Yeah, the two things. So so for, we haven't talked about donut holes yet at all. Oh donut God, holes are I love are donut holes. I think they're the best form in which to eat a donut. I think so too, because you can have a bunch of different flavors without having to like cut slices out of them or or take, just take bites out of them and put them back in the box, which and, is why I don't work at an office anymore. And you have like this more of that sort of golden brown, potentially crispy surface. Yes. So at uh, in in relation to the soft interior. Yes. At uh, so a couple things about Tim Hortons. Their original uh, sour cream glazed donut is fantastic, and um, the Timbits, the donut holes, they make a jelly one with like a little teeny tiny like half teaspoonful of jelly inside. So oh, cute. it's so cute, so cute. Okay, well now I'm I'm tempted. I I love saying Timbits. Oh yeah. And you'll, I and you'll wish love... I knew somebody named Tim or Timothy. I'd call him Tim Bits. <laughs> <laughs> right. And. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. <laughs> okay. Uh, listeners, if your name is Tim, Molly wants to be your friend, but you're about to get <laughs> an A unlikable totally nickname. <laughs> emasculating nickname. <laughs> right. Hey, Tim. How are you, Tim Bits? This is probably a problem people in Canada have a lot. I am so. Especially because it's really cold up there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, shrinkage. It was a shrinkage joke. Like, because when you're called, your bits get... Let me me explain this further. Great, okay. So when you go to Canada... So so when you get donut holes, what do you usually do? Do you usually get like a half dozen and you get like a couple of each or are you just like, do you have a particular donut hole that's your favorite? So at, uh, at Tim Hortons, I think they sell them in boxes of 10, 20 or 40. And usually I get the 20, not all for myself. I used to feel like that that it was uh, annoying to specify which donut holes I wanted. But really? Then, I know. Then I got over that, and I'm like, you know what? There are some that I don't really like that uh, that just taste like uh, a ball of a ball of dough. I guess they're all balls of dough. They are all balls of dough. But there there are like a few kinds that kind of all taste the same and uh, don't have really any anything interesting going on. Wow, Matthew, this is the closest you've come to a rant in a long time. Oh, oh, let me. <laughs> You you want to you want to hear my rant? Mm-hmm. I hate sprinkles. 
You do? Oh my God, because this was actually one of my favorites today. Okay. The one with the sort of white icing and, and multicolored sprinkles. That is my favorite kind of donut is any donut that doesn't have sprinkles on it because sprinkles ruin everything. There, I admit it. Really? I'm a, I'm a person who I, hates- Don't you love the texture when they crunch between your teeth? No, because I hate happiness. No, that's that's what I, I object love to. That. Like I, they they taste like weird and and like you know, you mentioned like cornstarch flavor. No, that was a different episode. You know, they they have like no, I just like did, a, I tasted it again with. Or I talked oh about no, no right, right. Sugar. They have like you know a, uh, like a kind of bitter like uh, um, like a necco wafer kind of flavor to them. I hate you. And they, just why? I understand they, they look like, like wow, like I put a rainbow on my donut. So there was the, this... When you eat a donut, the rainbow is in your mind. So you're so right. You are so right. I don't, I don't need a, a rainbow on my donut. Um, so I was in line at the donut place in front of a guy who, as I was gathering up my giant heaving box of donuts to leave, I heard him order two cake donuts. One was with chocolate glaze and nuts, and the other was like plain with nuts. I've never thought to have a donut with nuts on top. Hmm. I've definitely had a donut with nuts. It just would never occur to me. Yeah. It, How is it? Um, it can be very good. Have you ever had a donut with bacon like they do at um, uh, Voodoo Donuts in Portland? No, I'm generally averse to bacon in, in all forms except like sort of, you know, Regular. traditional savory ones. Um, I have made maple bacon donuts that were really good, like made with real maple syrup. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's a thing you can do at home, which you'll never you'll never find this at a donut shop in my experience. But at home, you can make maple glaze with just maple syrup and powdered sugar. Oh, my gosh. That's that really sounds good. Great. That sounds great. Can I talk about Japan? Uh, yeah. 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 Go ahead. OK. So the most popular donut chain in Japan is called Mr. Donut. And it actually started. I, I think we've talked about this oh, before. You had like a punch card for it. Oh, absolutely. A, a loyalty card that uh, they would like add up points and then you could get a prize. I bet the, it was better than any of these. So it's they're really good donuts, and they and they have some like un, you know uh, uh, Japanese inspired flavors, but mostly just like their regular donuts are really good. Um, the the thing about Mister Donut that that I love more than anything else is that on their website, and we'll link to this at spilledmilkpodcast.com, they have a complete like Hall of Fame of every single donut they have ever served in the history of the shop by organized by year. So if you're like, hey, I remember back in like 2011, I went to Mr. Donut and I had this ginger donut with like a, a chocolate swirl. And what was that? Am I misremembering this? You can go to the website and look at them by picture, you know, with the picture and the description and find that donut you had. Like I could spend all day on this website. I mean, I admire the thoroughness of that. I do wonder why, because you're basically just waving in your customers' faces, like, look at all the great stuff we've done that, that we're you can't not going to do for you again. But if you wait, they'll do it again. If you wait. Um, that's the key. You just need to learn some patience. Okay. I guess, actually, no. You have plenty of patience because you waited until, until now to have a jelly donut. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, so... What about Krispy Kreme? I'm, I'm sa- saving my jelly donut for marriage. Um, what about Krispy Kreme? So Krispy Kreme, like, it was, it was kind of the most intense expression of, like, a fad food, right? And I know they're still around. Um, yeah. And uh, I liked them. I, I think that for a glazed, raised donut, it's hard to get better than Krispy Kreme. Like, it, you know, it is basically a sugar bomb, and it's delicious. I totally agree. And I also love the size of it. They're they're a little smaller than like the donuts we're eating today. 
Oh, so that and, actually brings me back to the question that I asked earlier about like how many do you eat when oh, you come across a box of donuts? Because so, for me, the answer is one and a half. Whereas a Krispy Kreme, like sometimes I feel like I'm okay with eating two of those. Yeah, because Krispy Kremes are so right. little, which is also part of what I like about them. You feel like you can just, you know, keep going. Yeah. Um, yeah, with a regular donut, regular size donut, I feel like I should only eat one, but then I'm a little dissatisfied. Right. I think one and a half is really the perfect amount. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they should make, oh, they, they make whole donuts. They make donut holes. You see where I'm going with this? They should make half donuts. Yeah, I do. I You're think they might genius. come out kind of weird. You know, I think the other thing with Krispy Kreme, the other reason people love it is that they have that little sign in the window that they turn on right. when the donuts are hot. And I think that like with donuts, freshness is key, my friends. They should, rather than have it be like an, uh, a neon sign, um, they should have it be one of those signs that you turn over like an open closed sign and it should say like hot on one side and go away on the other side. Well, I was thinking it would say hot or not. <laughs> like, do you remember that website? Yes, yes, or whatever? I do. Yeah. Um, Which one are you going to finish? Oh, that's a good question. So I really like the apple fritter. I love that. The thing about the apple fritter is that it's it's been like um, kind of scruffed up to, so that it gets really crispy. Like the way the, the British do with their roasted potatoes. Exactly. Like there's a... Do you think that they like fry a donut, put it in a colander, shake it up to get it all rough, and then fry it again? I think that's what they do. I think that's the magic of the apple fritter. There's a uh, cookbook by um, chef Adam Perry Lang called Chard and Scruffed. Yeah, Chard and Scruffed. <laughs> which I think is one of my favorite Brandon, book titles ever. Brandon has it. He really likes it. Is that what you call it when you, scru- you scruff up the potato? Mm-hmm. Is that what you do? Okay, well, th- yeah, I'll scruffed up that apple fritter. I'll scruff your apple fritter. I'd scruff that. You did scruff that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, <laughs> All where, right. where do we go from here? Okay. I, think we, I think we go home. Well. I'm already home. <laughs> um, <laughs> you can find us as well as a link to that Mr. Donut website. Yeah. And probably some other stuff that I'm not thinking of right now. If you go to our website, SpilledMilkPodcast.com. You can, uh, you can speak with us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash SpilledMilkPodcast. Mm-hmm. You can find us on iTunes. That's probably how you found us. Uh, and until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. <laughs> no! The show that I can't make a scruffing joke. We, it's, we just it's, it's, we, we just, just scruffed. scruffed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg, and I'm Matthew Amsterburton. Love a big box of crap. Hey, Keurig coffee drinkers, need a cold coffee with a bold flavor? Dunkin' Cold K-Cup pods were specially crafted for cold coffee. Brew over ice straight out of the Keurig coffee maker for smooth, delicious Dunkin' taste you know and love. Find your next Dunkin' Cold Coffee in the roasted coffee aisle.